This is The Law School Show. Discovering the person behind the resume. Bringing you their stories and their tips on how to succeed in your legal career. Catch it all here, right now on The Law School Show. Welcome back to another episode of The Law School Show. Today, we have Darcy Ammerman, a senior associate at McMillan LLP in Ottawa, here to speak with us about her experiences in law school, her transition from McMillan's Toronto office to the Ottawa office, and in general, speaking to us about the different practice areas she specializes in. She advises on different aspects of corporate and commercial transactions, general contract law, financial institution regulation, and insurance matters. She has experience in the area of payments, having spent three months working with a team responsible for Canada's essential payment systems on a secondment basis. Darcy is also an alumni of the University of Ottawa, and she obtained her LLB in 2010. We're very lucky to have her here today, so let's get this episode started. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I have Darcy here from uh, McMillan, and uh, she took some time out of her day uh, on a Friday to come chat with us and to share a little bit about her career and uh, her law school experience and to provide students uh, and people that are working right now in the field of law uh, a a glimpse of what she does. Uh, So welcome, Darcy. Thank you, Kathleen. Happy to be here, and uh, thanks for inviting me to participate. No problem. So, usually we start off the podcast uh, with a question, um, essentially just asking you to talk about yourself without mentioning anything about law. Uh, <laughs> I know it's a bit difficult, um, but you know, let's see what, what answer you have to give us today. Sure. Well, um, you can just scream at me if I start talking about the law, but... Uh, uh, I was born in a small town and grew up in a small town um, just outside of Toronto um, and moved to Ottawa right out of high school. I'd never been to Ottawa before, but uh, I thought the capital city must be pretty nice. Uh, and in fact, it is. So um, I was here for about 10 years. Um, I ended up in my undergrad, I studied psychology, uh, ended up doing a master's um, and now I am happily living actually on the Quebec side, so I'm close to Wakefield. Um, and really, you know, enjoying being out there, enjoying sort of what nature can provide. Um, that's about it. I, I'm sort of uh, floundering on the boundaries of talking about law, so. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I, I know how difficult that question can be because. Uh... Really, like a lot of your stuff that you do is surrounded by law. Um, but let's sort of dive right into uh, talking a bit, bit about your career um, and your law school experience. Tell us how sort of um, you got to where you, you are now, um, starting from the point of taking, I guess, your LSATs. Yeah, I mean, I guess um, before doing the LSAT, I was working at the Ottawa Hospital and I was working in research. Uh, I, I just thought, you know, I was starting to get a little bit bored and thought um, I might be up for a new challenge. So I decided to uh, write the LSAT and ended up um, at Ottawa U in law school. Uh, so I was there for, um, you know, had, had a really great opportunity there. Um, I ended up actually being in Toronto, but um, I didn't enjoy going to law school in Ottawa. Um, and 
through the OCI process, I ended up at McMillan, Toronto. Mm -hmm. While I was there, I really had the great opportunity to kind of work in lots of different areas of law through the rotation system. Um, and I think it was really partially the work and partially, you know, the people I was surrounded with that kind of led me into the area that I practice in, which is financial services. Perfect. So um, did you end up ruling out all your other interests in different legal sectors uh, through the rotation program? Or was it a certain project or just the people around you that sort of uh, allowed you to solidify your interest in, in fi the financial sector specifically? Uh, yeah, so I knew going in that I did not want to do litigation. Uh, that was the only thing I was sure of. And in fact, because I had a background uh, in health and working at the hospital, I, I thought I might be interested in doing health law. Of course, at the time, I didn't really know what that meant. Uh, you know, and I, I kind of learned through the process that health law really meant either product liability, which would probably end up in litigation, or um, more on the regulatory side of things. Um, so it was really a learning process in going through and being able to experience different kinds of law. Um, but I would say at, at the end of the day, it was really that I was able to get onto a large transaction when I was in the rotation of financial services. Uh, so I really enjoyed that work. And I also just really enjoyed the people I was working with. Um, so in terms of the work, I, I realized that I, I really like sort of being able to check things off. So that's what I, I really like about transactional work is that, um, you know, when something is done, it's done and you could check it off and sort of celebrate and move on. Whereas in litigation, I found or I actually I thought at the time uh, whether it's true or not, I'm not really sure. But my sense is that when you get onto a file, it can go on for many, many years. Great. And... Coming from the health industry or the health um, healthcare sector, uh, what was your opinion um, of law school? And could you sort of give us a compare and contrast of the two industries and what your experiences were like? Well, I'm not sure that law school, um, you know, I worked in research, so there was a lot of kind of researching of, of things. Um, <clears throat> And so I'm not sure that that was really much different from law school. I mean, I think that law school kind of teaches you a way to think about things. Um, it doesn't help to a great degree, in my opinion, in terms of how to practice law. Um, but law school, I found, you know, there was a lot of research. There's a lot of writing. So it was actually fairly similar to my experience uh, working in research at the hospital. Um, it's, I would say it's more dissimilar to what I actually do now in terms of practicing law. Uh, is there anything that you would have done differently um, to get to where you are now? I think, um, you know, maybe not so much in terms of getting to where I am now, but I think during law school, I was still working part-time. Um, and I found that I didn't engage a lot you know, at the law school. And I think looking back, that's something that I probably would have changed because, you know, the, the contacts that I do have still from law school are, you know, some of the strongest contacts I have. And I think, you know, having formed relationships in law school really can help you going forward for many years. 
So moving on, um, I would love to learn, and I'm sure our listeners would love to sort of learn a bit more about what financial services are, uh, sort of if you can give us a brief background as to what that is, um, and perhaps any examples that you could share um, as to what you do. Sure. It's, uh, I would say it's very broad. It can mean a lot of different things. Um, so, you know, I can just give you some examples in terms of the stuff that I've been able to work on. Um, from the beginning, I worked a lot on P3 transactions, which are, you know, these huge transactions where there's a, you know, a government player involved and a bunch of different entities. Um, so in that kind of work, it's a lot about organization, a lot about, uh, um, you know, figuring out what each party is, is looking for and in a way negotiating to try to make a lot of uh, different parties um, satisfied with the transaction. Um, so I, I don't do a lot of P3s anymore, but I have still continued to do a lot of different kinds of transactions. Um, the other part of what I do is more regulatory compliance. So in that arm of it, I work a lot for insurance companies, um, whether it's compliance uh, for companies that are currently um, insuring risks in, in Canada or helping foreign insurance companies um, come into Canada to do some work here. Great. Uh, and you mentioned that you worked both at, well, you're currently in Ottawa, um, and you also worked at the Toronto um, location. Right. I know there's a lot of listeners out there that uh, would love to work in Toronto, um, but some that would love to stay in Ottawa, mm -hmm. and really struggling with the aspect of not knowing uh, what the work-life situation is like, how demanding it is, uh, just in the geographical location. Um, perhaps even what work is provided um, in the two offices. Uh, is, there, is there anything you could sort of share um, in terms of uh, the differences between the two offices specifically? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm in a bit of a unique situation because I did start um, my practice in Toronto and I was there for about five years before transferring to the Ottawa office. Now, in my case... Um, I'm still doing a lot of work that is coming out of the Toronto office and for Toronto clients. So sometimes there is an Ottawa component, but for the most part, it's still work that, uh, that I would have been doing had I stayed in the Toronto office. In that way, I can't say that you know there's been a big change in terms of the hours worked or the expectations because the work I'm doing is the same. That being said, I think that there is an opportunity in Ottawa, especially if your work is derived from the Ottawa area, um, to have a bit more of a relaxed uh, practice um, in, in some other areas of law, in some different client bases, you have a bit more flexibility to kind of make your own schedule. So I would suggest just thinking about kind of the work that you'd like to do and see where it makes sense to be. Uh, for me, financial services just uh, made sense for me to have those connections in Toronto. Um, but there's certainly lots of different types of law and lots that are um, done very well in Ottawa. What is uh, one thing you like about your current position? One thing I like is sort of the, um, the interaction. I, I really like the feeling of kind of working on it with a team of people. Uh, and it could be, you know, that I'm working with some both senior and more junior people from the firm. 
Um, but it's also, you know, working alongside opposing counsel on different transactions. I like the interactive nature of kind of knowing where our respective clients are in terms of what they're looking for and then working together to, to come up with um, something that everyone is satisfied with. Um, so I really like that interaction. And uh, this is usually a pretty loaded question, um, so feel free to, to see if you have an answer for it. Uh, what are some things you don't enjoy about your position? Well, I think it can be, in some cases, isolating in that, um, you know, sometimes it does require you to to work late hours or to kind of just put your head down and work through something. Uh, and it could take you, you know, a whole day to kind of get to a resolution. So um, I guess it's kind of the flip side of what I just said is that, you know, I do like the interactive nature of a lot of the work that I do. Um, but I think, you know, for the times that I'm sort of sitting in the office just going through stuff, um, yeah, I, I would say, say that I kind of miss that interaction. Uh, what are some challenges you've faced uh, with work or um, anything sort of related to, I guess, your move here back to Ottawa or even with school? Um, any challenges that you would sort of like to highlight and perhaps uh, share with our listeners? Hmm. I think that there are many challenges. and in, in fact, one might say that being a lawyer is just uh, encountering challenges and and trying to problem solve to get to a resolution. So um, I guess more on a, on a personal level, um, yes, I did sort of request the um, transition back to Ottawa. And, um, you know, I did have some anxiety around uh, how the firm would feel about that and what it would really mean for my career. But um, thankfully, everyone was very positive and um, everyone's been very supportive in terms of making sure that I'm able to continue my practice here. Um, I'm often going back to Toronto to see clients and to see um, the people in the Toronto office, which has been very supported by the firm as well. Um, so in that sense, you know, it was a challenge that I saw at the time, but it turned out to be actually, um, you know, a positive experience for me. What are your day-to-day -day responsibilities? Uh, could you give us a quick overview as to um, what that entails? Yeah, I mean, no day is ever the same. Uh, sometimes you walk in in the morning and um, you, you don't get done anything you thought you were actually going to be doing, but you do a whole bunch of different things. Uh, I can give you one example of that. And um, just late last week, I think, uh, you know, I, I was asked to attend an event in Ottawa. So I had sort of lined up what I'd be doing Monday morning. Um, and then this kind of event came up. Uh, which took me out of the office for uh, over half of the day. Uh, so sometimes, you know, that's the tricky thing is that it's difficult to schedule things sometimes. But the exciting part of that on the flip side is that you get to do, um, you know, interesting, fun things. You get to uh, interact with people and learn a lot about different areas. Um, but I could tell you, I guess, to drill down on sort of, you know, the transactional work versus the regulatory compliance work. Um, on the transactional side, I mean, I'm, I'm often on several transactions at, at once. So it's, it's a lot of juggling. Um, it's, um, you know, identifying different issues and, and working together either 
internally with others at the firm or you know with opposing counsel to get to a point of uh, of moving forward in a transaction it's also on the regulatory compliance side there is a lot of kind of going through legislation um, figuring out how it all works together um, and, and at the end of the day really giving your client confidence in uh, what you know they're trying to achieve and uh, how many hours do you work per week, or does that fluctuate depending on what projects you have lined up? Well, yeah, it absolutely does fluctuate. Um, and, you know, there's a running joke I would say amongst lawyers that uh, you know you're here, you're at the firm, or you're sort of working for a certain period of time, and then sometimes you check your billable hours, and then not exactly lined up. So, um, you know, I think. Along with the practice of law comes the business of law. So there is time that's devoted um, to doing non-billable activities, to sort of getting out in the community and um, publishing and, and all sorts of things. So it, it absolutely does depend day to day and week to week. Um, but uh, I think you just keep plugging along and... Um, that's it. You take breaks when you want them, and uh, you continue on if you don't. And how does uh, your compensation compare to other uh, markets? So whether it's Toronto or perhaps even different practice groups, does it vary at all, um, or is it pretty much standard once you're in a certain firm? Well, I think that uh, it depends on the firm, really. Um, you know, in my experience, because I have uh, experience in both the Toronto and Ottawa market, I can tell you that they're different. Um, and, uh, you know, the firm does a really good job of, you know, every year taking a look at what the market is in terms of other similar law firms and uh, making sure that the compensation is similar. So I think that's something that's kind of, um, you know, at least as at an associate level, it's uh, provided for you in some firms it's kind of a lockstep process where everybody at the same level makes the same amount um, but there is usually a, a bonus structure that of course differs between firms as well. Great and let's get into sort of learning a bit more about uh, any suggestions or advice that you have uh, for people who are entering the industry, either graduating uh, law school really soon or writing their LSATs. Um, what does work-life balance uh, mean to you or if you would call that you know, in a different way? Uh, work-life <laughs> integration, um, what does that mean to you? Right, yeah, so if you talk about work-life balance and you think of a scale, I mean, it's probably a little bit <laughs> on the side of work as opposed to life, but... Uh, <laughs> I think what it means to me, uh, and you know, when I first started out, I remember someone giving me a piece of advice that stuck with me, and I've tried to, you know, integrate that where I can, and that is, you know, you don't have time for everything, but what you need to do is make time for the things that you really enjoy, and for things that really are really uplifting to you. Um, so I think for me, I mean, I, I discovered that you know, being kind of out of the city and being amongst nature is really, for me, something that's very uplifting um, and it's very peaceful for me. So that's one thing in my life that I try to do is I'll go for a hike or 
um, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, finding something that is something that you really enjoy and being able to just make time to do those things. And speaking generally, what is one challenge to your your lifestyle um, that your position creates? I think I've maybe touched on it, and, and I would say that it is scheduling. So, um, you know, as much as it's exciting that every day is different from the next and you get to be involved in a lot of different projects, that means for your personal life, it's very difficult sometimes to schedule things, you know, during the week uh, when you don't really know what your day is going to look like. Um, so that being said, I mean, it's important to, as I just mentioned, you know, finding the things you really like to do and carving out time to do those things. Um, but at the end of the day, um, you just kind of have to make it work. Mm-hmm. Many, have any opportunities sort of uh, sprung up, uh, I guess, from your position? I know you mentioned getting to go to um, really exciting events and getting to meet a lot of different professionals out there. Hmm. Well, I could talk maybe a little bit more generally. I would say that, uh, you know, first law school, I mean, it sort of teaches you, as I mentioned, a way of thinking about things. And I think that uh, the practice of law kind of continues in that tradition so that I find, you know, if uh, there's a problem or a challenging uh, uh, that I'm facing in my personal life or even, uh, you know, maybe putting together IKEA furniture or something like that, I find that there's just a, a way that I can sort of move through issues that um, I think has come from really the law school and the practice of law. That's been helpful in many different scenarios in my life. Mm-hmm. And what skills have contributed most to your success? I know you mentioned flexi- being flexible, um, being very open to exploring uh, different sectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, what skills would you say have uh, really contributed to your success? Well, I mean, I could talk about different areas of law and what skills would be, you know, maybe the most, um, the biggest assets to have for those particular types of law. Um, But, you know, I would say overall that your ability to be flexible and also um, the ability to kind of roll with things because, uh, lawyers are, are great at wanting to be perfect. There's a lot of uh, type A personalities in law school, from my experience. But, um, you know, sometimes things don't work out exactly as you had planned. Uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you want to be perfect, but <laughs> really when you enter a law firm, you're learning from day one, and it's um, you're learning a lot. So you can't possibly step in on day one and know everything there is to know because people who are doing it for... 10 or 20 years are still learning a lot of things every day. And what have you done to sort of develop those skills or hone in on on the skills that you've mentioned? Well, I think in terms of flexibility, it uh, it kind of comes with the territory. So uh, especially in in an area that's transactional work that is uh, can be very up and down, um, I think that you just learn how to deal with that Um, and you know I guess advising the people in your personal life of (laughs) that you may not be able to uh, commit to everything all of the time. What skills do you feel that you would like to improve improve upon? Um, 
I would say, you know, those kinds of skills you identify can change, you know, over the course of your law career. Um, so, you know, I think when I was first starting, those skills were kind of developing contacts within the firm, um, making sure that people were getting to know you and getting to know that uh, about the work that you've been doing. And I think over time that translates into looking externally. So um, right now I'm kind of working on being more externally engaged, um, you know, going to those events, not just going to them, but figuring out how to network um, appropriately, figuring out, you know, once you get a bunch of business cards, what do you do with them after that? Uh, and just being able to... Um, form relationships externally uh, and build on those. And I know you're uh, really involved with uh, a mentorship program. Uh, sort of what drew you towards that role and perhaps uh, giving back to community in that way? Well, I think it's uh, it just gives you a nice feeling. So <laughs> uh, when I started out, I was in the Toronto office and I think... Um, you know, a lot of people who might be interested in going to Toronto are very interested in, in, in listening and sort of learning from your experience in the transition from Ottawa to Toronto. Um, but I think, you know, even coming back when I came back to Ottawa, it just, um, you know, I really enjoyed my law school experience. I wasn't involved as a mentee, um, but as soon as I heard that there was this program available that I didn't partake in when I was there, I thought, um, you know, it would be a good way to give back. Fantastic. And the last question that we have here um, is one that I feel like stumps some of our uh, our guests. Uh, if you weren't a lawyer, what would you do for work? So it's funny. I, I Someone asked this question once at a cocktail party, but there were different variations. One was, what would you do if money were no option? And one was, what would you do if money were still an option? Um, but I think for me, it, it, it might be something that I've just developed in the past couple of years. I've um, become more attuned to kind of um, issues around animal protection. Um, I've become a vegetarian, and I would say that, you know, I've really enjoyed being around animals. So I would say I would probably do something, whether it's, you know, working as a trainer or... Um, maybe protection of habitat in some way. I think that would be really uh, interesting. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today and taking uh, you know, this time out just to answer some of our questions and to share with our listeners your experiences and sort of how you um, got to where you are now. Um, so we're really grateful uh, for you um, to take your time out today. Thank you. Well, thank you. You've just been listening to The Law School Show. You can find all our episodes on iTunes, Stitcher, or at our website at thelawschoolshow.com. If you liked what you heard, like us again on Facebook and get the latest updates from The Law School Show. Career advancing advice, right to your earbuds. <laughs>